This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Do you live in LA? Hey, yes, I do. I also live in LA. Hey, look we at should that. meet all the people that live in LA with us. They should hey, come and meet us. I like this idea. How can we do it? <laughs> We're going to do it on Wednesday. November 15th yes. at House of Secrets in Burbank, California. All of our fans, if you want to come meet Sam and I, I'm going to have copies of my comic, Whoa. Chaos Theory, to sign if you want to come pick it up. We're going to have some only stupid answers goodies. Yes, please. Meet us there at 5 p.m. PST, but that'll just be 5 p.m. if you live in L.A. That's yeah, it is PST. You already know. Zones. You don't have to. You already know. I mean, but, if you're flying in. uh uh-huh from new york love it to come see us. I, I really appreciate you guys yeah. but yeah t- um, 5 p.m wednesday november 15th house of secrets burbank it's a comic shop yep. come get some only super answers goodies and dj's new comic we are excited to meet you guys supplies are limited yes so so be sure it'll be first come first serve you know how it goes so uh please come by say hi uh ask us what com- what comics you should pick up because we'll be in a comic shop we can point at them Mm-hmm. And uh, come just have a good time with us. Very exciting. But also, speaking of exciting, we have a very special episode of Only Stupid Answers today. We have what a very, are you talking about? We have a, we, well, we, we, we have a very special guest coming all the way from London via Skype. Uh, we have Mr. Jamie Morton from My Dad Wrote a Porno. He's the guy whose dad wrote the porno. So it's pretty cool. It's but, a big deal. You've got the fan sweats going. I, I, can't, I shouldn't have worn gray. I'm sweating <laughs> through all the gray. I'm so sorry. But really quick, a little business up top before we get started. Yes. Make sure you go follow us on every place that matters. Matters at OnlyStupidAnswers.com. You can find it all there, plus all the places you can listen to us, uh, like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, you know, the classics. Radio, uh-huh. Stitcher. Exactly. Yeah. But we also like to do at the top of every episode, make sure you guys get a little love. We want to read some iTunes reviews really quick. DJ, kick it off. Yes, we've got uh, this one from Dick Grayson 32 I'm going to assume it is the Dick Grayson. Of course. 32. It says, yes, 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 five stars. Uh, I love this pod. Thank you so much. That was very nice of you. We also have one from Jay uh, Schumacher. I'm going to assume it's Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Who else could it possibly from, be? From director of Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin and The Lost Boys. Oh, I forgot. Classic. I, Lost uh, Boys is classic. I, I'm hooked. Yeah. Joel, you're hooked. Okay. I watched these two babbling boys on SourceFed and never checked out their podcast. Rude of you. Uh, now that SourceFed has ended, I decided to check out the podcast about a week ago and I realized I should have done this a millennia's, uh, millennia's ago. Yes, you should have. I have listened to this podcast every day while at work or drawing or and finally caught up on all the episodes today. I would say that this and Dynamic Banter are my two favorite podcasts that came out of the previous SourceFed members. P.S. This is my first review for anything not even yelp to complain oh well thank you so much that's a pretty i always feel good when they say like i never write reviews and this is the one it's like we got you we got you and write reviews for everything he's going to be complaining on yelp about everything i would frame the yelp review from joel schumacher it'd be be a big deal it'd be a big deal it's like wait you're the one complaining speaking of big deal (laughs) uh we got mr jamie on skype should we it's so exciting real real quick let's talk about some friends of ours and then we'll get to jamie morton stay tuned to it's coming but yes, let's talk about our friends over at Omaha Steaks because oh, they're helping us steaks. out a little bit. Uh, they've actually sent us uh, some of their uh, packages and 
oh boy, it was delicious. I made it for my fam. Yeah, man. And I had I had steak. I had some veggies. It was yeah. delicious. Made some burgers for my wife. Loved it. It was amazing. And the holiday holidays are approaching fast. You can order gifts for everyone on your list with the click of a mouse. With through. Omaha steaks because everyone loves steak. Even if you're vegetarian, you can eat the veggies. Okay, there's but the if you want the steaks, if you want to be a little risky, have a steak because it's amazing. It's badass. Uh-huh. So uh, for only forty nine ninety nine, you can get the family gift pack when you go to um, omahasteaks.com and enter our code stupid, stupid our favorite one in the search search bar. That's seventy five percent. Off. And for people who don't know too much about Omaha Steaks, they got 500 uh, gourmet gift ideas, like great steak experiences at home, plus seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers, pasta. Oh my goodness, the list goes on and on. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners. Now, listen to everything that you will get for less than $50. Let's kick it off. We'll interchange. Ready? You go first. Two filet mignons. Two top sirloins. Two boneless pork chops. Four boneless chicken breasts. Four kielbasa sausages. The kielbasas are dope. They're real good. Four burgers. Uh, Four potato au gratin. Four caramel apple tartlets. And one Omaha Steaks seasoning packet Plus four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code STUPID in the search bar, and get a 75% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. Now, guys, enough with those friends. We've got, we got a friend. He's been waiting patiently. But we have Mr. Jamie Morton from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? I'm very excited, too, just to... You know, be involved in the excitement. <laughs> Thank you so I'm much. We all, well. We're all excited. We're all giving each other hugs across the across the pond. <laughs> across the pond. Uh huh. Jamie, exactly. how you doing? I'm not bad, thanks. Yeah, good. Um, it's been a bit of a crazy year because the year's nearly over, which is freaking me out slightly. Right? It, it's a in little. That it's November already, but um, yeah. Uh, but I'm good. Apart from that, can't really complain. All going well in the world of dad porn. You know, it's all good. <laughs> It it's, it can be a shaky world, but I'm glad that you guys are uh, fair and well. Uh, so, so for anybody that's listening to our podcast that might not be familiar with your podcast, what, what right. is it and who are you? Um, yeah, I should probably contextualize that statement. <laughs> it's a good point. Um, so, yeah, my name is Jamie. Uh, my dad is a retired builder from Northern Ireland. And um, to celebrate his retirement, he, he decided to write a book Um and I didn't realize until I started reading said book that he was writing pornography in the garden shed. Um, and it is so terrible. The books are called Belinda Blinked. One, two, three, four, up until 69, probably. Great. Um, we don't need some time. Uh, we don't need and, the... yeah, I, I, <laughs> and I basically read them uh, out every week, a chapter a week, uh, which takes all of 20 minutes. And me and my two best mates, we kind of lampoon my dad's attempt at writing and have a bit of fun with it that's pretty much the show yeah i like i just thinking about it now i kind of like you know we've just had stranger things season two but they made it stranger things two, right. and it's kind of like belinda blinked it's like yeah. it's not episode two it's two it's like this is the sequel to it <laughs> and it's a saga that's going to go on for years and years and you're going to get so many more fans it's well i mean i don't know how long i can keep going on reading my dad's <laughs> porn but yeah sure in theory it can in just theory. run and run i'm <laughs> sure my dad has got many ideas uh still to still to go but yeah well you guys have had a like you mentioned you had a really big year uh you guys have been doing a lot of live events all over the world you guys i think you did us Aus- all the australia new zealand a little bit right 
Yeah, we toured Australia and New Zealand, which was mental. The Aussies are filth. They absolutely <laughs> love a bit of porn. Um, and they were great, actually. It was really fun to do it because, yeah, British people can be quite prudish. Not really our fans particularly, but um, <laughs> but generally, whereas Aussies just go for it. They don't give a shit. Um, can I swear on this? Oh, Sorry. go for it. Oh, swear as much as you'd like. Go for Great. it. Great. Uh-huh. I don't give a fucking shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, no, it was really good. And playing the Sydney Opera House was... was experience just because you know that's supposed to be for proper stuff you know that's supposed to be for orchestras and things and then we were just <laughs> sat there reading really really terrible erotica about cervixes and pomegranate shaped breasts but um that's they seem to amazing. like it so i think we'd be going back at some point no that's that a- would that would be amazing i have uh, i have a friend in perth and but unfortunately oh, she right. was traveling when uh, you guys did your show so she wasn't able to make it but um you sold out the sydney opera house didn't you didn't isn't that what happened yeah, we sold out in like in in, in like a day. Oh it, I think we broke, we broke the website actually, which was hilarious. Then we had to add another night at the opera house, and they were like, "Do you want to add some more?" We, we asked, "Can we add some more?" And they were like, "We haven't got any more to give you. We're actually quite we're actually quite a popular venue." I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, of course you are. Uh, you don't just just have random dates free for us." Uh, but yeah, it was great. It was we were quite surprised because obviously with. And I guess you guys find this as well with podcasting. You're ne- you're, you're never really sure who your audience is or yeah. where they are or how invested they are. Um, so it was a bit of a surprise to kind of go down under and see all these perverts in the audience dressed up as various characters from my dad's books. Uh, but it was great. It was a, it was it was a fun little trip. I enjoyed it. And we're going to come to the states actually next year, which we're very excited about. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm um, very too. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, you guys have to come down. Yeah. I, no, hold on. I got a. I got a re- person. I have to rewind for a second and go back to your dad writing porno in a shed. And you probably addressed this at some point. But what was the motivating factor for what? What, what started your dad on this journey? <laughs> <laughs> this journey of porn and yeah. smut. Um, it's a really good question. Actually, I actually don't know the answer to it. Um, I think he just was really, really bored. Because obviously when you retire, you just have so much free time. And my mum didn't want to hang out with him, clearly. (laughs) Uh, So he was just on his own, kicking around the house. And he'd heard about the success of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, which he calls Fifty Colours of Grey, because he's that into his research Mm -hmm. that he doesn't even know the names of his his competition with him in the smut world um and he heard that el james had made like a shit ton of money and that they were the most <laughs> successful books ever and that everyone was reading them and he was like oh i could do that great um, turns out he can't um <laughs> even nearly be as bad as el james and she's pretty bad so it's um that kind of shows a little bit about his writing style yeah no i uh it, it's it's pretty rough but your your podcast uh quick little story uh last year uh my friend who is from perth we did a little trip in europe we did paris brussels amsterdam like a a big a couple week long trip it was amazing and uh that's when she mentioned my dad wrote a porno and that was like the thing we would do before we'd go to sleep and like one of the it was it was amazing it was just like so it was so much fun like we brought we would make friends on the trip we'd all listen to it together and uh uh like one of the best nights was it was just like a bunch of us we were listening to the podcast we bought the cheapest shittiest wine that we could possibly find in paris (laughs) and we were just 
pissed. We were so drunk and oh uh, we were dying it. and laughing at it. So thank you for that. It was amazing. And as soon as I came back to California, I was telling everybody about it. It was uh, it was uh, it was life changing. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's been life changing for me as well. Oddly, um, that's great. That's so good to hear. I like that. Um, obviously, drink responsibly. Don't go crazy. Of course. Um, but you do need to drink quite a lot to get through it because it's just so terrible. I'm I'm shit faced most records to be honest with you. The other two aren't, which is very annoying. But yeah, <laughs> I enjoy a few drinks while I do it because you know you've got to get involved. And Dad drinks enough for everyone, so I feel like <laughs> lead by example. Exactly. You got to be you got to be involved. You got to be engaged. There's a legacy to it. It's really yeah. I, I understand it. Um, but really quick, we at the top of most of our episodes, we like to do a what we're into this week segment and I kick it off with DJ. And we're going to throw it to you, Jamie, yes. after. Yes. DJ, what are you into this week? Well, first, real quick, I'd like to say I read Friends of the Show, Jason Inman and Ashley V. Robinson's comic, Jupiter Jet, the first issue. And it is awesome. All ages, family, fun. It's just a rad adventure. And you should go tell your comic shop right now that you want to pre-order the comic. Uh, cutoff is today. So let your comic shop know that they should pre-order copies for you because it's rad and you definitely are going to want it. But also... I wanted to take a second to talk about South Park's episode this week, if I may. Do it. Yeah, I haven't really been following this season, but I heard some stuff about this episode, so I took a second to to watch it, and it's like very on point. It kind of, uh, uh, last season, Cartman got in a relationship with a girl, mm-hmm. a shocker, a girl that actually would put up with him, <laughs> and uh, this one kind of engages with the fact that like he's the war it's toxic it's about toxic relationships but it uses toxic relationships as kind of a metaphor also for people that that voted for trump and now uh-huh. and now regret uh-huh. it but aren't able to admit that they regret it because then they have to admit that all these democrats that are in their face about it are right mm-hmm. and so uh everybody is on this girl for like why are you with carmen he's the worst and he's awful like he like to the point where she doesn't put on any weight or and she doesn't look any different but he starts telling his friends like man she's put on weight and he like pulls out a drum and starts beating the drum when she's walking down it's like a bit like uh-huh. it's the worst oh my god to make fun of her being fat she hasn't changed at all it's the worst and uh uh final uh finally uh kyle's able to get through to her and so she goes to leave him so she goes out to on like a on a friend date with all of her friends and uh immediately they start ripping into her for being so dumb to be with Carmen. And so she starts feeling uh, bad about it. Yeah. And so uh, she goes to like, I guess find closure with Carmen. And he's like, and meanwhile, she started to to go out with Kyle and uh, Carmen's like, there's something I never told you about Kyle cut to Kyle like getting ready. He's getting his hair ready, all that stuff. And um, uh, she meets him at his place and she's kind of like, listen, I was vulnerable and and that allowed somebody to take advantage of me, like take advantage of my state, you, and 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 to Kyle, she says this to Kyle, and she's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, I just didn't realize how uh, manipulative your people can be. Whoa! And it's this great moment because the whole time you're feeling bad for, her, and it's this great moment that sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes people in toxic relationship are in toxic relationships. Because there's something that's toxic about them, uh-huh. and so it's this. It's not. There's no easy answers. It's not like was was it pointless to try and help this person, or was it just the person or the situation? And you're left with kind of like the a very hilarious episode. That's kind of like, man, 
life can be really complicated sometimes. It was it was it was South Park at its best because it was hilarious and gross and really smart at the same time. Fantastic. I mean, that sounds awful. But yeah. like I mean, that's that's good writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but Jamie, thrown to you, is there anything that we're missing out on over here in uh, Los Angeles? Um, well, I just saw a movie called um, The Death of Stalin. I don't know if you've got that over there yet. It's uh, directed by Amando Inucci, who I think does Veep over there. He, that's, wow. He's great. Um, I, I watched him. Um, he's amazing. Uh, what, what was the movie? He had a show over there, and then there was a movie version, In the Loop. I can't remember if In the Loop's the show the or the loop, movie. Yeah. In the, I'm like the biggest fan. In the Loop's the movie. The thick of it's the TV show. It's my favorite TV show Got of it. all time. It's incredible. Um, Veep's okay. Um, but <laughs> the thick of it is incredible. But he's basically got this new movie called The Death of Stalin, which is so fucking brilliantly hilarious because it's all about how the communists deal with their leader dying on them and how they all have to kind of pretend to be um, this kind of unified force, but actually them all wanting to become the leader and fuck each other over, and it is brilliant. I don't know if it's over there yet. It might not have been released in the states yet, but I don't think it, is. it is so good. If 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 it if it um if it, if it happens over there, go go see it because it is brilliant. Um, oh, and it, just, it sounds like, amazing, and it was actually at a film festival that we just went to. Uh, we did was it? We, oh, cool. Yeah, it was at. Uh, it's a festival. I don't know if you guys have probably not. It's a smaller film festival. It's called Fantastic Fest. It's in Austin, Texas, which is one of the one of the good things about America. It's Austin. Okay. It's, a, it's a great city, and their festival has yeah. all like the fun genre films. It's got all like it's got oh, sweet. yeah. It's got all foreign films. It's got like animated. It's got horror slasher it, uh, comedy. It's amazing, and they had we just. Missed Death of Stalin, unfortunately, but we got a bunch. We got a bunch of other good ones. Yeah, because I saw I saw in the loop. Uh, it was on Netflix, and yeah. um, uh, and I checked it out because Peter Capaldi and I and I, you know you, you just went, once he was cast as Doctor Who, you couldn't help but stumble upon one of his tirades <laughs> from that show. And so yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't find the show, but I could find the movie. And it was it, it, it was similar to South Park. It was like it was hilarious, and the points it made kind of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's kind of inappropriate but it's brilliantly kind of lampooning in its satire it's just yeah he's just so he's so smart i love him yeah it was um, it, it was great because you're rooting for it because he's so he's so vulgar and so hilarious and it wasn't till the end of the movie that i realized oh wait he's the bad guy yeah he's, <laughs> he's not a good person yeah, exactly <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, well, this week for me, for what we're into, uh, I got to see the Florida Project, Yay. and I don't know if they got a wider release, but it's by Sean Baker. He did Tangerine. We just Tangerine, looked up. which is great. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's about. It's literally just yeah. about. Uh, uh, um, young mom who's like maybe 19 she obviously like didn't mean to have a kid but she now has a kid and she has to raise it and they're living in a motel just outside Disney World in Florida in the projects and it's just about what summer's like for a kid and I don't know how Sean Baker did this but he was able to capture real child like th- th- these are children these aren't actors these are children that he gave them some ideas it's like hey now talk about ice cream or hey now just be gross with each other or like do this little tiny bit little tiny bit and they were uh it was just this really heartwarming and sweet movie and willem dafoe is like the main actor in it and i've never seen willem dafoe i mean to be honest the only willem dafoe movie i feel like i've seen in the past like 10 years is a wes anderson movie yeah. or when he was in spider-man uh-huh. or yeah uh, like finding nemo maybe like when he was That's that right. fish yeah. yeah i can't think of another movie where he was playing a serious role that got like a lot of recognition but he freaking 
nails Anti- it. Antichrist not for you? Huh? Antichrist not I missed, for you? I was going to okay. say Antichrist, yeah. <laughs> I missed Antichrist. Uh, I think that's on Netflix, though, yeah. so I'll ruin my Saturday with that one. I'm excited for it. Um, but no, Florida Project, it's uh, amazing, and I cannot recommend it enough. Speaking of recommendations, my dad wrote a porno. That's why we want to talk to you. Uh, we uh, have some questions from our audience. We tweeted out. Uh, started pulling some questions, and we w- wouldn't mind uh, if we could just throw some at you real quick. Is that cool? Sure, of course. In fact, just just to finish the Florida, I'm seeing the Florida Project in about two hours. Really? Yay. So where the, 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 you mentioned that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let me tell That's you how it ends. Sad. No, do not ruin it. <laughs> no, it's it's great. It's a, it's a uh, highly recommended. I'm excited for you to go check it out. Yeah, I've heard really good things. How come you? How come he has? Uh, Florida Project we on Death of Stalin I don't what's, know <laughs> what's going on over here we gotta we, we, to be honest we don't London, look guys. come on get on it I'm trying I'm sorry Jamie I'm sorry but uh, <laughs> let us know what you think because uh, it, I did tear up a little bit but that yeah. could just be me because I tear up in most things. You do tear up a lot. There was a commercial that got me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite bit about it was its, it's ability to capture the, how awful people are, but also how lovable. Like, just the purpose. Like, hey, people. Yeah, these are yeah, people. This is what people, people are like. Yeah. yeah, and they sometimes yeah, suck, yeah, and sometimes yeah. they're great. Mm-hmm. And guys, really quick, want to talk about another friend, if we may. Uh, you've heard me talk about uh, the amazing shave you get from Dollar Shave Club before, right? DJ, yes. I've mentioned it many times, especially you when you I won't shut up about I it. I just love it. All right, especially when you get to use Dr. Carver's shave butter because it's clear, it's smooth, makes your skin feel good. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm never giving up my membership. You can't make me all right in fact i'm adding even more dollar shave club products to my daily routine you got the dollar shave club products for hair face skin shower everything you need uh they've got premium ingredients they'll deliver it right to you just like they do with the razors that means no more annoying trips to the store cruising up and down aisles looking uh shelf upon shelf of what the hell is that what do you do with that no one knows i don't and i am too afraid to ask and dollar shave club takes away all all that pain and I use I use it for everything. All right, razors, body cleanser, hair gel. Yes, even butt wipes. I mean, right. the butt wipe. It's let's not underestimate that. That's important. We all know it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, now is a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try. You can go uh, get your first month of their best razor along with travel-sized versions of shave butter, body cleanser, and yes, as we mentioned, the aforementioned butt wipes for just. Five dollars. That's nuts. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the DSC starter set. Get yours for just five dollars exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. But back to Jamie. On to some questions. Uh, we got a couple here. DJ, do you have a fave? <laughs> do you yeah. want, do I have my favorite do question? You have a fave? Um, <laughs> oh, I like this. Uh, Termer. Mm-mm. <laughs> at, mm, uh, Wait, which are you looking at? Okay, uh, at T U R M T R Turmeric. There you go. Latte Seven. Th- thanks, Sam. You're welcome. Uh, what do you think if it was a choose your own adventure kind of book? The the uh, Belinda Blinks series. Uh, oh do, do you have a favorite book of the series so far? And also, amazing job with all the voices and accents. Yay! Oh, God. I mean, they are not supposed to be good voices or accents, so worrying if someone thinks that they are. Um, but thank you. I, w- I, will, I will take the compliment. Um, what's my favourite book? I think my favourite's been book three, actually. Um, Most recent. Just 
Yeah, the most recent one, just because it was so batshit crazy. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, they're going on, like, a bachelorette party on some sort of old war plane yes, in do. the hull. And you're like, what? The- Dad, what are you smoking? Like, this is crazy. Um, but I kind of love it at the same time. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably three. And, I mean, a choose-your-own-adventure book, I mean, with my dad's writing, that could go pretty dark pretty quickly yeah. so i'm not sure you want to give him too many options there um <laughs> but you know he's i mean my dad cannot stop writing we've tried and forced him to to stop but he just he just won't um so he's probably <laughs> working on that immediately if that's on twitter he'll have seen it and he'll be working on it right now right away um, I, I like the yeah. way you describe it because it sounds like there's some major free association going on like bachelorette party whole of a warship and then like <laughs> yeah <laughs> my yeah, it's Oh, weird. But for season three, I, I my favorite episode it ended with uh, like a cliffhanger with a uh, without spoiling it for the people who want to check it out. But uh, with a car, there was a there's a cliffhanger with oh, Belinda in oh, a car, okay. and I swear I still need to go back and listen to it because I had like <laughs> this like I texted my friend I'm like is. It's like this. It like is this the end? Like is this yeah. the end of the thing? And then when you came back, it was like a totally different book started. Like it didn't make. It, I was so confused oh and God. like angry. I was like, this doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah, he'd blatantly forgotten that she was in a car accident. <laughs> yes, it was when he went back to writing the next chapter. He was like, oh, oh shit, yeah, she just was nearly dead. Oh well, never mind. On to the next thing. Yeah, yeah he's very. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't proofread. Should we? Should we put it kindly like that? To be honest, really read his work back. I don't proofread either. It's a big problem. DJ's caught me many times when we have to put out like posts and press things, and just I mean, I've just never. It's never been in book form. I've yeah. never had other people like analyze say, it. Yeah. Yeah, but you would you would read a novel back if you were writing a novel and putting it out to the world. One would hope you would kind of just skim it. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, just, just give it a quick skim. You know, don't have to read every word, but just make sure that you know it makes sense and that there's vague plot points that are. Uh, that are consistent throughout so um so yeah. he's on book three you guys are currently on book three but he's got a bunch oh so how many are, do, is uh, that spoilers to say how many there are so far no because i don't know how okay. many <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps writing we basically um he wrote four books before we started doing the podcast okay. uh, which was Whoa. news to me until about um halfway through the first season of the podcast and he was like i've got i've, I've just been writing loads and i was like okay <laughs> weird cool thanks dad uh this is a bit worrying um but then since then he's just been writing and writing and writing so we're doing season four next year um which is kind of the last of the pure books if you like the ones that he wrote pre-podcast um and then i just can't wait to read what he thinks people find funny about his writing so like, i think book five will be hilarious because I don't think he. Well, in fact, I know as a fact for a fact he doesn't know why the podcast is successful or why people find it funny. He is completely oblivious. So um, it'll be brilliant to see what he thinks everyone's tuning in for each week. Yeah, like if he's like, no, here comes the fan service. Like you're gonna get all the characters back you want, or it's like maybe he goes totally off. He's like, you know what? They loved new characters. Let's give them thirty more per chapter. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Everything will be like a, a, a pomegranate. I can't. reference the whole thing i wouldn't mind that i mean i i should i shouldn't jinx it <laughs> i shouldn't jinx it it could <laughs> yeah he will, he'll be listening to this and yeah. he will be writing furiously oh hey rocky thanks can, for listening i can't wait for belinda <laughs> blinks tokyo drift i can't <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't gone to japan ah That's it'll be see, such a magical whole, time so, so many more opportunities oh god 
Oh, she's... So many accents I'll get into trouble for. Jeez, let's not go to Japan, guys. Your Brazil was not bad. It My was... Brazil was appalling. It the was... amount of people that tweeted me saying, Brazilians don't have a lisp. I was like, I know. It was a joke. <laughs> Flash, thanks for telling me that Brazilians don't have a lisp. That's good to know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we got another tweet here from, uh, where is it? I just had it. Terry Fournier. He's from Canada. Not to brag a little bit. Uh, where did I? I think I just totally lost it. I got you. you I got, got it? you. Thank it, you. Uh, uh, you had many guests on your podcast. Uh, we'll not ask you to choose a favorite, uh, but if you have one, feel free. Uh, my question is, which celebrity were you the most surprised learning that's a fan of your podcast? Mm. Uh, good question. Yeah, I can't choose a favorite mm-hmm. because they're all amazing. And they're all so different. That's what's been so great about having everyone come on the show is that everyone comes with their own stuff and their own kind of neurosis about my dad's work <laughs> so they're kind of having a breakdown with us which is fun um who was the most who was i most surprised about actually someone that hasn't been on the podcast yet um that we found out recently is a fan is emma thompson no um, kidding yeah yeah so she's like a big fan which was kind of mental for us because we've grown up with her movies and she's yeah. such a national treasure in england like everyone loves emma thompson so we were like oh my god like she loves dad porn this is crazy she's like a belinda fan so that was kind of cool um but all of them i mean daisy ridley was surprising just because she was listening to it on the set of star wars (laughs) and telling everyone on the set of star wars to listen to my dad wrote porno which was crazy um but yeah i mean they've all been wonderful to be honest with you nick holt was really fun because we flew over to um montreal to to to, to, uh, kind of hang out with him he uh, took us out, which was a crazy night out. Um, so, yeah, it's just been really fun to kind of get to know all these people. But, yeah, I think Emma was the most shocking for us to be like, whoa, that's kind of two Oscars shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's badass. I'd be I'd be speechless. I, I, I'll just say from listening, uh, Michael Sheen and Thomas oh. Middleditch were some of my yeah. – I was dying listening to them. And just, uh, DJ, you're in for a treat when you get to those episodes. Because uh, it's, it's pretty fucking, they're pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's so great. Um, Michael Sheen came to one of our live shows recently in London. Whoa. Um, and, uh, and he came backstage afterwards because my dad was in attendance. Dad, mm. You know, Rocky was in the building. Wow. And, and uh, Michael was like, as we were walking backstage, he was like, Jamie, um, I'm just really nervous about meeting Rocky. I can't, I'm just going to be a bit starstruck. And they hit it off like a house on fire. It was amazing. They were, they were just chatting away. And now they're kind of like pen pals. It's kind of sweet. What the hell? Um, yeah, I know. Because my dad obviously thinks that everyone who comes on, my dad wrote a porno, is part of the family. Just anyway. Yeah. Um, and tweets at them, chats to them and stuff. Which they kind of are, I suppose. But now he's actually met Michael. He just goes around telling everyone that his best mate's Michael Sheen. Um, <laughs> which is really sweet. <laughs> and also kind of true. I'm mm-hmm. like, go for it, Dad. That is a legitimate claim to fame. That made me very happy. That yeah. was a, That's very sweet. Uh, we have a tweet here from Taylor Bachnight at What Taylor Loves. When will the movie be made and who will play Belinda? We're all waiting. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, it's I mean, oh God. It's hard. It's, it's hard to talk about it. Um, <laughs> we, we are having discussions about it. Certainly, um, in terms of, I mean, cast. I mean, who the hell knows? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, who would want that role? I mean, it's, it's a very, uh, it's a very challenging role. She, she only really speaks to her own mind. No, of course. Belinda. So, um, so there's no dialogue. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, who would be great? Like. 
Oh, I don't know. Dream, Dream World, like Jennifer Lawrence would be great. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. she'd be a brilliant... Um, yeah, or like, I don't know. Megan Fox? I mean, we'll take anyone, to be fair, though. I mean, anyone, anyone who wants the role. Because we, we uh, do cast the books with every actor that comes on the show, and not one person has wanted Belinda yet. I'm like, guys, <laughs> she's the main character. Exactly. Why do none of you want this role? She um, brings so out the she's... best in everybody. Come on. <laughs> like, sure, she doesn't talk. Yeah. Or, th- <laughs> like, she thinks there's thoughts, but it's not like thinking. Yeah. It's But, like... <laughs> You know, it's a but she's it's an a, internalized role. It's like Sally Hawkins in the shape of water, you know. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Maybe her. Maybe yeah, her. Maybe Sally. There you Sally go. Involved. Wait, do you guys already have in the shape of water over there? Um I, I don't think it's come out yet, no. Okay, I was gonna say it's gonna get real jealous over Big here. <laughs> We're very yeah. excited. But well just so you know, DJ and I will be in front of the line. We'll be pre ordering our yeah, tickets. Exactly. Can't wait. I mean, if you want to throw us like a cameo role in there, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> if that's what you want, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll, why not? I'll, I'll stand. In the, yeah, why not? You're right. Why I'm sorry. I'm staying in the background. <laughs> Maybe you could both play Jim Sterling and Hank Skank, res- respectively. How about that? And that those, would be um, a those dream. Those Americans that we have in the show that there Dad clearly loves them. <laughs> I'll work on my accent. My my, Amer- I'll get my American accent right that way. Because I remember Daisy talking about how she has to speak more posh so that Americans can understand her more. Yes, I'll do yes. more. I'll do more. I'll get my Texas accent perfect. That way, internationally, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, he's the American." Yeah, oh, okay, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love this question from Noah Fuerte, a uh, longtime fan of the show. Uh, uh, what is your favorite episode of your podcast? Ooh, we got three seasons. Oh my god. Favorite? Mm-hmm. I know. It's a t- I was trying um, to think of how we'd answer. I was like, this is a tough one. I think I might know one of our favorites. Okay. But, well, uh, Jamie, if you need some time, we can throw we can throw one of ours out there. Well, I was going to say, I, I actually kind of block them out after I do them. So <laughs> That's fair. What are your favorites? <laughs> uh, actually, I was trying to think about this. I think one, we just record, pre-recorded our Christmas episode. Uh, and oh, that's cool. That's a... That's a winner. That, that was a winner. That's a real good one. We had our friend Raina Scully on, and this is we'll just put a little tease out for some people so they can get ready for Christmas time. It's a little Christmas present. But we talked about like different Christmases all over the world. But then it became this really cool story of us just talking about the weird traditions that we've had yeah. and the special things we've experienced yeah. all over the world. It's been really sweet. But one of the coolest episodes it turned out to be was we had a, a friend of ours named sam humphreys on and we did a, yeah, uh, a he, he's a writer and he's written uh a bunch for uh marvel comics and dc comics and he oh, just amazing. yeah it was it was just really cool that he's um like the way he's been able to like build out new characters and he's like talked about like what it's like to have people like getting into them now and he gave us a bunch of this really cool advice about how like his industry works we also had some fun ones where we talked about bigfoot and that was a that was a good one that too. was a fave that yeah. was a favorite that was oh, pretty amazing. good. Yeah. yeah. So if you, you you guys know your show way better than I know my show. <laughs> I get why you block it out. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Uh, but do you? Uh, it, uh, but if you if you can think of a favor, we'll come... have to answer. Okay. Um, yeah, we're not going to let um, you off the hook. Come you... on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jeez, guys. Um, do you know what? I just because it makes me laugh so much. Um, where, like back in series one, when Belinda's in the. And she meets Jim Sterling for the first time, and discovers that that that, uh, that he's um, phallically challenged. That, that just, I just was like, why are you writing this in a, in like a sexy novel? It's just like the least sexy thing you've ever been written by anybody ever, Dad. Um, but yeah, 
you know, you're into it. Good for you. Um, it was yeah. mean. <laughs> it was hilarious, but it was mean. Your dad did not like oh, Jim mean. Sterling at I all. Know. Like, I've never seen much dad. It's, it's like uh, when you heard that uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, didn't he start to hate like Sherlock after a while? Like he hated like writing yeah. for him. It's like, but uh, right off the bat, your dad just hated writing Jim Sterling. Like, yeah, it's deliberately screwing with a character <laughs> that he's created. It makes absolutely no sense. And also, actually. When Belinda visited the O2 and did her show at the O2, actually, and gave everyone a free walk, that was a pretty good moment too. That it so. led to some really fun, like, oh man, that was that was legendary. Also, it made it brought about my favorite character. The the is it the the man in black, the the shortest oh, man. Oh, the small man dressed in black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. I just imagine a hobbit. <laughs> I just imagine yeah, like a little exactly. worker hobbit that comes out from like the rafters in in the O2. And he's like, oh, I'll do you up, ma'am, and then he climbs back up and he disappears. <laughs> He's a, he grants wishes. So weird. Yeah. 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 He's, he's like a little goblin man. He was great. <laughs> uh, well, we have another tweet here from J Man 500, uh, Just Gravy Day Josh. Should I write a porno? I feel like I could, but is it something I should do? Um, do you know what? Yeah. Go for it, mate, is my advice. Why not? It cannot be worse than my dad's. So. Um, you might as well have a crack at it. I mean, that's the kind of that, that's the the one thing that I think is actually quite nice about what my dad's done is that he has just gone for it, you know, without really caring what anyone's going to think about it or even if anyone's going to read it. And he's just <laughs> done it. And I think there's actually something quite um, inspirational about that in a way, because so many times I think as a creative person you kind of put off doing things or you kind of do stuff because you don't want it to be judged or anything. Um, but my dad's kind of shown that maybe sometimes people judging your work is actually the best thing because he now gets to hang out with Michael Sheen. Exactly. Because he wrote this shit book. So um, it's kind of worked for him. So yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd say go for it. Why not? I, I think it's a really uh, good point because you look at some stuff like uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room and it's like sometimes, yeah. sometimes you, you can make something really beautiful and meaningful to people with it just being the worst just the worst thing ever just like exactly yeah like not everything has to be high art right you exactly know. uh jamie have you ever considered writing your own porno reading your dad's work if you're like oh, i could do this better. picking up the mantle <laughs> um i haven't to be honest guys but um but do you know what it is something that i've thought about because I, I i i don't read erotica and actually this is the only erotica i've ever read so it did hit me a few weeks ago i was like suppose dad's like really good exactly this is the best in the genre maybe he is like a legend of porn and i don't even know that because i don't read the written word um but no it's not really i think my dad does it so badly slash well that how how could i ever compete you know i'd just always be being compared to my dad and that's tough but like maybe you could like usurp and like it would just be you'd be the new rocky oh it's like a it's, it's like a it's like a title you share with other people yeah. like there could be multiple rockies like throughout the ages uh, <laughs> yeah, sharing but then, stories but then you like turn into like frank sinatra jr and you're like yeah. why are you singing yeah. <laughs> all the things that you could have done with your life frank jr why are you being a singer like your dad kind of killed it yeah. just do something else Very so maybe true. porn isn't my calling all right uh, it that's happens to i mean that's fair same would you ever write a porno <sighs> I don't know. I mean, like, I, I like the pitch for it. Like, you, you're in retirement. You got nothing else to do. Why not? You know, like, why, why not? not? What do you? What? What would? What makes a good written 
erotica. I don't know. Three, uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know a three, good one. Three guys. Uh, th- yeah, exactly. Three guys that have never read an erotica. What? What is? What's the secret? What's the secret sauce? Uh, ew, <laughs> ew, <laughs> ew. Uh, but uh, uh, characters you could root for. Let's go with that. Let's let's okay. go with that. Well, just characters. Full stop. <laughs> would be good you know my dad struggles with even that yeah because belinda doesn't really turn do make i mean decisions <laughs> yeah no, she's literally just a walking woman yeah uh, you know fine whatever hey man you know whatever works whatever works you know whatever yeah, works it's doing pretty well for him to be fair mm. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I know you guys uh, have some stuff planned for 2018. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, are you and uh, you're coming back with uh, a series four, correct? Yeah. So we've got a we've got a Christmas special coming out actually uh, in December time, I guess. Yeah, which is going to be ex- uh, pretty good. Hopefully, I haven't recorded it yet, but it should be good. And then, yeah, series four next year, and we're doing a world tour next year as well, which is pretty exciting. So um, we'll be kind of going all over the place it's gonna be it's gonna be busy but but really fun and yeah we're gonna to come to america so we'll hang out when we're in la i Hell love yeah. it man that'd be badass that's incredible uh jamie thank you so much for hopping on with us uh i'm, I'm just checking over the last few questions to make sure we get them all in there i think we're i think we got all the good ones because a lot of people are just like yeah. a lot of people just keep asking what's it like that your dad wrote porn i think you get that the most i don't think you need more of that <laughs> yeah that, I, I answer that question most days of my life yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool uh but thank you so much uh really quick uh, just to plug it so people can go follow you everywhere uh like do a little shout out what's your social media Sure. Um, my social media is, well, my personal one's at Uncle Igor, which is because Classic. my sisters used to call me Uncle Igor because I was an old grouch when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> had something to do with having three sisters who would constantly bully me, but, you know, whatever. I get it, man. So, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm at Uncle Igor, but the show is at Dad Wrote a Porno on Twitter and at My Dad Wrote a on Instagram because you can't use the word porno on Instagram. Because they're pure attack weirdos. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, check, check us out. <laughs> I mean, I highly recommend it. I've definitely brought it up on this show many times. And actually, we've been talking about doing a few trips of our own for uh, Only Stupid Answers. And we've been looking, and for weird reasons, are like we have like some of our top audiences are in London and then Dublin, weirdly. Yeah. So, we might do a little tour. Yeah. We'll come say hi. Grab a yes, drink. Yes, do. I'll show you around. Hell yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. I'll get your shit face. Fuck I'll yeah. get your shit face Rocky style. Yeah. yeah. I might die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely die. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Jamie, thank you so much. Guys, make sure you check out all of the other Only Stupid Answers episodes that are coming out this week. There's a bunch of fun stuff on our Patreon, OnlyStupidAnswers.com. You know the drill. Go check out My Dad Wrote a Porno. You can go listen to it on iTunes, every place you can find podcast probably uh and dj anything you want to shout out real quick yeah just remember to uh join us at house of secrets in burbank uh for our fan meetup and i'm going to be signing some of my comics over there uh just as a reminder come by 5 p.m 5 p.m wednesday very cool jamie again thank you so much and we'll see you guys next time bye bye